Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome you. It is the middle of the week on the middle. I think we're all caught up on the undoing, so we can touch on that maybe a little bit more. Did we not do that yesterday? I, I don't even remember. We touched on it. Where have you uh, been? Like, Is there something uh, wrong with you? Yeah, I'm all over the place today. I, I mean, I'm, Barrett's blowing his nose here. Yeah. He's got he's got the COVID. Uh, you've got some strange hat on. It looks like you just emerged from like shoveling snow. It's cold outside, Harry. Not baby. It's cold outside. <laughs> but it's cold outside. That's right? what I'm saying, man. Every time the weather switches from from rainy weather to cold weather, man, my allergies kill me, man. Somebody was at the door just now. I had to open up the door, and I'm in a hoodie and a hat. Mm-hmm. and shorts to try and limit how much heat we're using here because we have oil heat and that's right expensive yeah and i was outside like standing outside talking to this gentleman for about i don't know 90 seconds and i felt like i have hypothermia now and it's not <laughs> even that cold it's just the drastic shift in temperature right the first real couple of days where it's like that i was going to go out and hit balls today so you're telling me i can't do it I mean, you know, not so fast. Oh, okay. There is a, a couple of open tea times that I'm eyeing <laughs> at one fifty two o'clock today, where it's going to be thirty eight and sunny. Right. So and windy. Uh, uh, how much wind are we really going to get? Well, I don't know. Up up at the top of that property, it's a very windy. Well, I'm just saying in general, like all yeah. three of us live in different areas. Mm-hmm. Is this a windy region today? Like, is that what we're dealing with? A lot of wind. I can tell you this, it's a miserable freaking day out in the Delaware Valley and beyond. Why? It's, well, it's just, have you been outside? You haven't been outside. Well, the sun's out. I was outside for like two seconds. Barrett, how long have you been outside today? Bro, I went outside with my dogs and um, I hurry up and came back in. I left them outside though because they were enjoying it, but I had to come back in, man. Well, the recycling yeah. guys, yeah. once again, didn't take my recycling. They take my neighbors. I mean, I live in a townhouse development, right? There's one after another. And my neighbor's recycling bin is right next to mine. They took his, didn't take mine. So I went out to, to put it back out today, hoping they're going to come back. And that's when I was out. And it was cold, but it was nice. Now, why wouldn't they take it? I mean, I don't know. It's the second time they've done this to me. Oh, that's that's terrible. That yeah. Terrible. There's nothing worse than waiting all week. Right. To be able to dump your recycling. And then watching that truck just pass you by. Right, because no. we, we use more recycling than garbage. Like, we have a lot of recycling, okay? A lot of bottles, you know, if you know what I'm saying. And I need that I need that taken away because I will not last another week. I need another container. Uh, there you go. Save the planet, Harry. Save exactly. the planet. I feel you, man. But our, my situation is worse, man, because, like I said, I'm redoing my house. I mean, redoing mm-hmm. everything. And you know all the boxes and, you know, the, everything comes sure. in and, well, at this point, we only get bulk trash day once a month. And it's mm. always the third, the third full Thursday. Okay. And this is the third full Thursday. So I got all kind of, I got like 
three uh, box spring mattresses out that I'm going to have to put on the curb. I mean, I have so much junk that it's going to take a whole truck by itself to take all this stuff away. So I'm hoping they do take it away. But I right. got to make sure I get it all out. Don't you have a big-ass pickup? Yeah, Why it's full. Why don't load that up and bring it to the dump? I don't know where dump is, man. In Philly. Oh, man. Right oh, there go to, go in, to the- in South Philly. <laughs> no, there's a dump right by – look, there's a dump by us in Southampton. Like, there's there are dumps mm-hmm. everywhere. That's, that's what Yeah, I'm- you got to pay. Well, yeah, but it's yeah. Different. I don't mind that. Right, nothing. It's like forty bucks. So I've had a garage full of Amazon boxes. I know. I've it's, seen that. It's, yes, it's, it's, that's what I got. Amazon yeah. is killing me. All right, I'm telling you, Barrett. Instead of waiting and having to break them down on your own, just even if you want to attach a trailer to your truck, load it all up, bring it to the dump. The way your truck ahead of time, you dump all the stuff out. The weight again, and you'll drop like 40, 45 bucks total. Right, nothing. it's worth it. It's not this is one of the few time. times I'm going to listen to you, bro. It's one of the few times I'm listening to you. I'm going to do know. that. All right. well, from, from experience. My <laughs> disposal company is Whitetail Disposal. You have been called out officially here on the middle show. <laughs> I got you. I'm, I'm going to do it. My neighbor's going to love you for it because I've had it on my side of my house for two weeks. Is that a public so, or private thing? It's, 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 it's a private thing man okay now you still got people coming in and out of the house it's yeah the clock on you, you can hear that yeah absolutely we hear it everybody hears it people know that you have a very busy <laughs> household the book household is a very busy place man i tell you man and you know and everybody's still asking uh have i finished i have not finished that i haven't worked on that table in like three days and it's mm-hmm. killing me right now in fact i should send you pictures of a of a table that i uh that i did um that i made the one that i use is like my little studio table man I, I made a studio table right so it's, it's, it's pretty nice I'm, you know what I'm, i am gonna, i'm gonna send the pictures up yeah, i'm gonna send you guys pictures up. up uh let's let's get a well, yeah we'll definitely get a picture of that and we'll get some updates as you continue to work through that thing now we'll be joined by the network coming up in about 10 seconds mm-hmm. we have the nba draft tonight already there's rumors out here mark stein floating one that Danny Ainge is looking to trade for a top three pick. <laughs> this this is amazing. Ainge has inserted himself into every single dialogue. This is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, we welcome you in. We are in the middle of the week here on the middle end. We'll get you through another day without football. Maction last night, so maybe you were rocking out and... Thursday night football to open up the week. Of course, the NBA draft, maybe it snuck up on you. It snuck up, I think, on a lot of people. The NBA draft is tonight. Some of it is because we're just in this crazy, bizarre year where everything is flipped upside down. The Masters in November. So, you know, the sports calendar is a little altered. The other part of it is no knock to Anthony Edwards or Ball or anybody else. But this is not a draft that commands every single eyeball on set. This is not a draft in which we're told the next coming is arriving in a top one or two pick. Mm -hmm. There isn't a LeBron James, Zion, Durant, that type of player coming out by any means, but it's a big moment at night in the NBA, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to watch. And then here in Philadelphia, 
we're still part of this now four-team mess with the Sixers, the Rockets, the Nets, and guess who has inserted himself into this conversation? Danny Ainge, folks. The Boston Celtics. Danny Ainge. Well, he's kicked our ass the past couple of years in his trade, so we need to leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> we need to leave him alone. It's amazing, though, that he's in both a quest for a top three pick and also a trade of James Harden. Whether or not they're related, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you know, here's Brooklyn, here's Philadelphia thinking, okay, we got a little two-horse race here. And then Danny Ainge wakes up and says, wait a second. People aren't talking about me enough. Let me get in. <laughs> I got to get in on this mess. And he got in. Yeah. Now, do you buy into this, time? because you've been around the block or, or two, a time or two with these NBA drafts and trade deadlines and things like that, and then you too, Barrett, where you start seeing all this stuff, all this hype, and all the reporters around the league are all like, you know, they all have different sources, and then you're hearing like a, a surprise team has emerged in the, you know, in the James yeah. Harden deal. Do you buy into any of this stuff? Because f- rarely does this ever materialize. No, well, no. We've got stuff coming up. I want to respond to that in three minutes here. We'll do that. Now, see, something is happening. We'll do that in three minutes. I couldn't tell if that was the ringing of Barrett's door or if that was just something in the back. Uh, well, I want to figure out because I was here by myself and I hear this. I hear who the hell is in my house right now? I need to check it out. So, what is Jason going Dumas, on over there? Jason Dumas reports there is growing belief in the Sixers front office. They won't be able to land James Harden without including Ben Simmons. But I'm told that Daryl Morey is working on something else significant, and it would allow the Sixers to keep Ben and Joel. Yeah, I saw that. Come on. Yeah, that's a lot of money they got to yeah. give up, Dan. Because no, we have nobody else to really trade. What, is he, what What could that be, Aton? That to me sounds like they're trying to drive up the price for Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, smart. for, for yeah. Harden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, see. Yeah. Hey. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times when you hear like there's a there's a surprise team that has emerged and you don't know who it is. That's the agent trying to drive up, you know, the price or to make the team that he's really negotiating with think they got to give more. Right. You know that's exactly what it is. On guard. You got to pay to play. Right. But the Sixers have a bunch of second-round picks again. Yeah, but what are those really worth, right? Well, I mean, you know, certain organizations – it's funny you bring that up. Certain organizations hit on these picks. Yes, they hit, but do they cover? Like, would they – does that help? In a, oh, in no, a- I'm not talking about for, like, trade bait that that would oh, really sorry. do anything for you. But it would be nice to see this Daryl Morey guy hit yeah, on one yeah. of these. Yep. yep. When was the last time we had a second-round pick really? Was it Covington? And he's he's on the he's on the trading blocks right now. I think he's going to Portland. Yeah, to Portland. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. Who who have we had that that's that's worth the salt right now in the second round that's made a difference for this team? Was was Drew Holiday? Shake Milton is a second round pick, isn't he? Well, he did it for a couple of games, didn't he? You yeah. Right. Didn't you see the thing yesterday where apparently Doc Rivers really likes him? Well, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe coaching takes over now. Maybe we see guys coming to their own. Right. Do you really think that the doc can get into Ben Simmons' head and make him a shooter? No. No. The respect factor is there. I mean, you know, I mean, this is a guy is a, is a true guard that's coaching. Not that multiple teams crumble under him. 
Ben Simmons, I don't think, is, is stronger than – I mean, look, you had Kawhi Leonard. That dude's a multiple – two-time, three-time, four-time all-star champion. Ben Simmons is weak, I think. Mentally. Wow. Mentally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that comes with being a number one basketball player and been told you're great the entire life. Down on him that way, and, and he may like clam up. You know? Yeah. I think Doc might. I think it, it's going to be a little difficult for Doc, like more difficult than he thinks. I hear you, Tone. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. NBA draft tonight. I got to be completely honest with you. As great of a college player as we saw in guys like Anthony Edwards and your boy Harry from Memphis, the wise man. Oh, yeah. James Wiseman. This draft. Yes, he is. You're right. He's he's probably going to have a, a pretty good entry into the NBA on that team in, in Golden State, assuming that they stay up there. But I think he played like two games at Memphis. Yeah, well, he got um, didn't uh, what? Because he was ineligible. Coach? Yeah, wasn't Penny his coach? Yes, yes. Sir. And then uh, I mean, he got some. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. He was living with Penny or something like that. Yeah. So they told Penny me he broke eligible. every rule in the book to assemble that team. He just got caught. So, I mean, damn. I mean, okay, he got caught. You're not yeah. supposed to get caught, Penny. You don't that's get caught. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why it's not so much that what he did, it's how sloppy it was that he mm-hmm. got caught. Right. right. Like, that was the insult. The insult yeah. that he that he could just come in there and not tie up any ends and not cross any teeth, right. not any eyes. And it was just, I mean, it was painfully obvious what he was doing. And people were like, yo, come on, man. Like, can right. you come discreet? level bro, of what you're doing bro look at this man i um when i first got to kansas state you know and um i was watching film like two years before two or three years before of oklahoma playing kansas state billy tubbs and, <laughs> so was he the coach at oklahoma yeah. then yeah. yeah so he's there Tough and dude. um they're beating us so bad i watched the film they were beating us so bad that all the starters were on the bench by the second half you know because mm-hmm. kansas state used to be the the one team in the Big Eight nobody knew about it was like Kansas State and Iowa State. Those are two two teams nobody knew about. This is before it was a Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. And I looked on the sideline; they had a camera show to the sideline, and I saw like, um, you know, Anthony Stafford, Brian Bosworth, uh, Keith Jackson, all these guys on the sideline that with mink coats and diamonds as big as I saw Yumel Holloway <laughs> with his daughter playing with his daughter on the sideline with a mink coat and diamond earrings in his ear. You know, yeah. that's how that's how they used to do it back in the day, right? You know? That's when how Barry Kansas. Switzer used to roll. Right, right. You know, <laughs> with me, when I was there, I mean, I I, I I admit, I got a Honda Elite 250 scooter and a queen-size waterbed. That's the extent that I got free from alumni. Wow. And now, the statute of limitations has long since expired. Yeah. On right, right. Well, you, we used to drink for free, too, because well. one of the, uh, the guys that owned the liquor store, mm-hmm. he um, – <laughs> he, he would say, all right, you guys can drink as much as you want. And, you know, we're all underage. Ain't nobody 21 at, uh, you know, in, in college. So we're all underage. And he let us drink as much as we can in the back. And we lead her drunk. We just couldn't bring it out the store. So we'll be back there drunk as a skunk. Mom, I know you're listening. I'm sorry. We already I'm, put I'm a mom. comment up there. Right, I know. I'm the, in the house. Mama Brooks is definitely in the house. 
like, listening to this now story. she she's hearing stuff about her son now that she shouldn't be hearing, mom. Yeah, now I mean, well, well, yeah, but what I, what about what everybody wants to know is how much action did that waterbed get? <laughs> I was the man. I was the man in college. I was almost I was the man in college, man. I was captain of the football team. I was there you in a fraternity. Go. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean Omega. There was, there was a, yeah, yeah. I'm an Omega. You know, I had the yeah. brands and all that. Thing. I remember when I first came home with my brands. My mm -hmm. mom said, "Boy, why would you let somebody brand you like you're a damn cow?" Mm -hmm. Like, mom. I mean, that's just what we do, mom. Well, the KA well, size did it too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so then, my mom said, "What?" I said, "Well, Michael Jordan has one, mom." Mm -hmm. Oh, okay then. But you play football, not basketball. I'm like, mom, it's, it's cool, mom. It's How much cool. did that hurt? Nothing, because I was. Lit up at that liquor store, yep. mm -hmm. you know, a you couple hours before there. morning. No, wow. on that day, you were probably there <laughs> first thing in the morning, <laughs> waiting for you. Were there before the guy opening up the store? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Bruder on the stream says, Breaking Kansas State will be uh vanquishing wins from the mid 90s <laughs> on their football program. Can you imagine, right? Somebody gets word of this up at the NCAA, and there's an investigation. Yeah, Carson Wentz's old coach now. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Down there, Kansas State. Kansas State alumni gives a right. football player a Honda Elite 250 scooter and, and a, a waterbed. Yeah, and, and and it wasn't a big one. It was actually a twin size waterbed. Mm -hmm. Twin size waterbed. Twin size waterbed. My goodness, and you're telling me that thing didn't break at all? <laughs> I wasn't that big then, man. I told you I was pimp size then, man. I was only like like 270. Right. Six, I was six four, two seventy then. You know. I rented an apartment from one of my relatives in Philly uh, that had a waterbed. So I have some experience with the waterbed. I'll tell you, the first time <laughs> I sat on that sucker, you got to sit on the edge of that bed or you're going to just, you know, you, you fall in the damn thing. Yeah, you, you just can't go full speed, man. You right. got to take your time. You got to take yep. your time. Right. You have to ease it. It's that. Right. And then also, don't they have beds that are made of sand? Yeah, sand. Mm -hmm. right. I never and had that sand in the bed instead of now. Again, it's not like sand. Like you came home from the beach, and there's sand. But right. Just from that standpoint, I just bought a. You know what? I just bought a bed uh, last week, and this bed is nice, man. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, it can make your your back go up and your legs go up and all that type of stuff. It's, it's nice, man. Nice. Well, so, yeah, that's the new. That's the advancement. Yeah. Of it, you know, now we, it was, we have, sorry. It was on sale, man. I got it on sale. I got it for a great Everything's price. on sale right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> people are still at home and staying at home. So we do have this draft tonight. And I don't know. I mean, how excited are you? On the level of, oh, my goodness, Zion Williamson or somebody of that magnitude is getting drafted, which we know it's not, all the way down to, okay, uh, I guess the Eagles. All right. The Eagles could draft Cole Anthony at 21st from UNC. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, he's one of the names that you're seeing. Uh, you're seeing a lot of different names. The kid from Arkansas, Isaiah Joe. Well, yeah. I apparently promised him. Oh, they like, did? Yeah, like they did Matisse Thibel. That's the room. Now, Kyle Newbeck is going to join us. We're on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Kyle covers the Sixers. He covers the NBA for Philly Voice. So we'll get his thoughts on this coming up in, what, 22 minutes? At 1140, yeah. Correct. Yeah. But until then, I mean, is is this draft just, and I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm not looking for, you know, like I'm not bashing it. I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. But this draft just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's lacking some sizzle. Right. Now, how right. are they going to do it? I agree with you, Aton. I'm right, I'm right there with you. How is this going to be a virtual situation? I would imagine, right? It's got to be virtual, be. right? Yeah, it has to be. 
you know, just like the NFL. The NFL did all right with their draft. You know, they did I, a great I, I, job. Yeah, I like the way they did it. And you know, even with the you know them uh, booing Goodell, you know, mm-hmm. even even virtually, that was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. So now, well, you know, Silver doesn't get booed. He's everybody's <laughs> buddy. Right. Right. But I, I, yeah, I mean, there's there's not going to be this is not going to be held in in one spot. We haven't really even talked about that. that no. Again, like I don't even know that. The NFL, we knew everything. We knew all of the logistics and mm-hmm. all. And and look, I'm not saying this is a draft problem, but the NBA, and I'm sure they're loving this, but the NBA over the last, what, two or three days has been solely focused on where James Harden's going to play. Right. And that's great. I mean, that's that's what moves needles. That's what gets people talking about your sport in the offseason. I understand that. But this draft here, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I'm assuming everything here is virtual and they're going to run it like you guys said, the NFL draft. But is it going to be held at one location where silver comes out? Right. You're going to need some sort of home base. Well, Goodell was in his basement up in uh, Westchester County, New York at his house. You know, that's he played it up. I hope my Internet is okay and right. all that, you know. Yeah, he, well, he had an Ethernet cord. Right, right. he had the Ethernet. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't using these little boxes. That no, touche, touche, touche. 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 I, you know, I sent you a picture of my, my table, mm-hmm. and uh, you can see you could see the Internet box sitting there, too. Oh, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, phone, man. It, it works pretty good. Table's really nice. Thanks, yeah, man. I appreciate it. this box, but the table <laughs> looks really nice. <laughs> you see my company, you know, Brooks Alternative. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks really good. Oh, we'll put this up here. You got a nice little studio there. If COVID ever went away, you could have us all in your studio. The right. table That's looks great. The box sucks. Oh, you're talking about that small <laughs> little small little box, like that dedicated thing that we use on remote broadcasts. Yeah. Jetpack. Yes. That's what yes. it is. You yes. got a jetpack. Oh, you got a jetpack. Yeah, it's a jetpack. Yes. All right, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Look, what's what's going to happen tonight? You know, there, is there going to be any major move? That's another thing too. Golden State is drafting number two, and there isn't really that player that's coming out. There was already rumors about moving on from Wiggins and company. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really know if they trade out or not. And it's no knock on Wiseman, but or Lamelo Ball. Yeah, I don't think they take Lamel. I think they've had their share of ball, mm. don't you? I think they've had it up to here with balls. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my guess. Between Lavar, between the first one, and now, I I just don't think that you know West Coast area does. I think if if anything, he's going to go to Charlotte, which would be really funny because of what Lavar said about Michael Jordan and Jordan being an owner of the right. Charlotte. Hornets. Yeah, that would be perfect drama for the NBA. I I, so, just, I, I don't know. What are we missing here? Is, is there something here? And again, there's always going to be a sneak. There's always going to be. But I just I don't feel like there's going to be anybody trading, desperately trading to move up because there isn't anybody you would really make a move for. Right, 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 right. So we're kind of be. So think about it, Barrett. We're kind of going to be watching this draft tonight, just waiting for news coming down that one of these deals is involving James Harden or buddy healed or patty mills or you know somebody like that well i just don't see us being a part of those rumors you know i, I don't think we, we are gonna because i mean I, I still don't think that Harden's gonna come here i, I and there, there will be no big splash of philadelphia i think the biggest splash with me at, at pick 21 yeah. we're not gonna move up for anybody that i see on this list 
And I think we'll be cool just staying right where we are. And and I mean, what do you guys suggest when we pick? I mean, I, I'm looking for a point guard. I'm the, the sugar player. Guard. Yeah, guard. Yeah. At 21, I mean, my goodness, you'd be lucky to get a guy that can step in and, and do something right away. I mean, even Cole Anthony, if you just look at him. Well, that's what I was thinking. I I, I would want Cole Anthony at this point. I'd say confident. This, this is what I want. I want a guy that can make a basket. Okay. A guy that can yeah. shoot a right? basketball. <laughs> is that too much to ask? Well, you didn't get that last year with Thibel. That's for damn sure. No. I'm sick of hearing about, oh, but he's a great defender. You know what? Hit a three-pointer, damn it. Well, that's all. We, we haven't had that. I mean, we're, I know. We are, we're fiending for anybody that go, goes out there and at least shoots, at least t- attempts to. At yeah, least I mean, attempts. I'll be happy if they get a guy at 21 that can shoot the basketball and a guy in the second round, one of these picks in the second round become a guy that can contribute to the team off the bench. Is that too right. much to ask? Daryl Morey. Yeah, I think so. It is? I think so. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're not going to get it. I just think at this point it's too much to ask. He follows me on Twitter, by the way. I should send him a DM. Really? Yes. Why? But, hey, so That's how much – well, how, how much have these guys been together? I mean, have they, do, have they had enough time to really go in and, and really see who they want? I mean, this we're talking about hires within the last two months. Right. Do they know enough about each other to really make something happen? I mean, this is a three-headed monster that hadn't been together uh, for more than two months. No, I mean, you're talking about a team right now that it's a disaster trying to figure this thing out. All right, now, so the Sixers, is this true about the Zach trade coming up? With the Bulls, because that could change something dynamic and remove the Sixers from the Ben, uh, the James Harden discussion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, look, there's there's stuff coming in. There's a lot to digest here. So let's take a quick sec. We'll break. Be back on SportsMap Radio. We're live on the stream. You're listening. You're watching the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and SportsMap Radio. Yeah, this looks like it's from Chicago. What's that? What is it? It's just this rumor. Oh, well, the only rumor I see right now is uh, the Hawks are trying to acquire Jordan Hayward and um, Westbrook. Yeah, hold on. That's that's. I saw that one too. Yeah, all these rumors are just flying everywhere. I mean, they are, man. Yeah. You can't keep. You can't keep. Uh, no, and you really got to be careful at this time, like to to make sure you're not using some bogus source on Twitter, right? You right. Know, some guy with a with a Twitter handle that looks legit, but is is far from. You click on his profile, and he's got 27 followers. You know, and he's <laughs> he's telling everybody that it's Westbrook to uh, Brooklyn is a done deal. Can't fall for that crap. It, it would be pretty crazy though, Barrett, if this, you know, this general manager who's been here for like two weeks, right, you know, comes in here and within two weeks has decided that he's moving on from Ben Simmons. <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. I mean, just out from out the door, from out of nowhere, just right. trades Ben Simmons. That'd be crazy. Now, this is the folks, we're just talking now. Right. We're just talking. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you think that if you're him, you'd want to sort of give it a year, give it a season just to see what it 
you know, may develop into and then to make your move? To be honest, I'm I'm gonna tell you the truth. They didn't bring him in here. They want instant gratification right now. You, you know we so? are as finished. Yeah, I mean, we want something to happen because I mean the the we've seen what we haven't seen between Ben Simmons and Embiid. Mm-hmm. You know, can they correlate? Can they live together? Can they play well together? Well, they haven't been able to do it in the last three and a half years. Yeah. Right. You know, so I mean they can coexist. But is it is it one of those things where you could see it really flourishing without a shooter? They're just going to pack it in. And what does Ben do? He drives to the cup mm-hmm. for more information today. And, uh, you know, and Embiid shoots threes and can dominate down down low. So now this, I, I don't know. this is what he does is he dribbles the ball up beyond half court and then hands it off and then goes and hides. <laughs> you know. So it's time to go play defense. Right. David Aldridge, Ken Rosenthal, Lindsey Jones, and many more who provide unrivaled league level perspective and insight. All personalized and ad free. Subscribe today for a dollar a week at the athletic.com slash radio week. Once again, that's the athletic.com slash radio week. What? What are you eating? This healthy crap. You can't just eat one. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yes, sir, as we'll be joined by our own Kyle Newbeck. Now, I don't know if, if he's okay with us calling him colleagues since we both happen to be on the same site. Far from it. I think we'll have to ask him. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. That, you know, we can't say our good friend Kyle Newbeck without right. making sure that. <laughs> I ain't asked him nothing. He going to be my friend today. He going to be it today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, what's this stuff you were teasing before the break about uh, another NBA player? Yeah, and, I, and- I don't know. Now, that's why I didn't want to jump on it, because I was waiting to see if there was anything credible behind it. But it doesn't look like it. Levine? At- yeah, it doesn't look like it. I, I don't. I just don't know. I don't know how deep that is. I imagine Newbeck is going to give us some pretty good insight into that. But it's something about the reports just don't seem. I, I don't know. They just don't seem right. Not well, not ones that unless I hear from Kyle. Yes, this is mm-hmm. happening. It's it's definitely there. I don't necessarily believe that the packages I saw are going to be are, are working in favor of the. Um, the Bulls. That's all. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's just a lot, a lot of rumor, a lot of innuendo, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> a lot of nonsense. I, but I, I mean, a lot of times we enter these drafts because a lot of people don't pay attention to college basketball until the tournament starts, sure. right? We didn't have a tournament last year. You know, we, you know, so as far as from a fan perspective, I'd imagine that most people are really, you know, walking around in the dark when it comes to this draft. You're absolutely right. I mean, no summer league, you know, so, so, yeah, you know, with no draft, no summer league, it's just a crazy situation. But I have to say this, man, I, this is, this is absolutely, I know we're talking about basketball and NBA, we're talking about the draft, but uh, Gina Mitchell just posted something that's just totally amazing. 
I miss Virgin Carson Wentz. There, I said it. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. You guys don't get it? No, I do. I do. And I've heard a lot of people <laughs> with this sentiment. Now that since Carson is getting laid, he's getting regular sex, that his game has gone into the tank. Wait, wait a second. Why is there an assumption of, of that? Because he's married. Because he's married. Could be the opposite. <laughs> Could be everything has slowed down. They had a kid and everything. Well, I, I, maybe, but I'm saying like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think people assuming since, you know, he's a very religious person that he was probably not engaging in the premarital uh, relations. And now that he's got an, you know, it's official. He's uh, he's making up for lost time. That was amazing. Uh, that that like, was amazing. That's that, that, like a narrative not built off that. <laughs> that have, we're we're talking about social like, media. It hadn't had to be fact. That is not married. I'll guarantee you that. All right. I'll, I'll take good odds on that. What? That the person who tweeted that about Carson Wentz is not married. Well, I mean, it's not what, somebody Barrett follows. Of, of marital relations five to six days a week. Oh, my goodness. That's, that, now, that's it doesn't amazing. mean that that person isn't doing it in, in every day and, doing it and enjoying it, but not in a married context. Now, Vincent Goodwill has refuted these reports, and I was waiting for this to come out. Mm -hmm. So Goodwill is with Yahoo and formerly in Chicago saying that Philadelphia has been hovering around both Chicago and Washington for their top players respectively. And both have rebuffed overtures. So what do you hmm. take that as a rebuffed uh, overture uh, rebuffed from the Sixers standpoint? Like in other words, where there was a deal and the Sixers said, no, uh, Philadelphia has been one of many, but the Wizards and Bulls have rebuffed overtures. Oh, the Wizards and Bulls. Okay. Correct. So, so what happened is Philadelphia is trying to jam Al Horford down people's throats. Right. And they're like, nah, man, that, that's just, that ain't going to happen. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. They, they witnessed what they saw this year. You know, they saw it. I mean, we, did. we thought that we was going to have the best defensive team ever, you know, put mm -hmm. together, man. All the length we had out there, we would just go out there and just dominate on the defensive side of the ball. And what happened? No defense and no offense? The worst, man. Come on. Yeah, I remember what, what didn't they, they had the first game, uh, guys, and it was bully ball. That was yeah. the hashtag right. that was going around. The, the Sixers <laughs> are just going to bully ball their way to an NBA title. How long did that last? Right. Like exactly. one game. So, you know. yeah, you're right. It was one game. Right. And then after that, it was crumbled. We're also getting word on the Eagles-Browns front that, according to Tom Pellicero, Jack Collins, Charlie Hewlett, and Cody Parkey were identified as high-risk close contacts to a non-staff member who tested positive. If they test negative, there is hope they can play on Sunday. But it looks like those three guys, and Conklin would be the biggest of them, Mm -hmm. because Hewlett is a long snapper and Parker the kicker. But if you have a guy who's who's playing but isn't practicing all week, might be something to look at. Yeah, well, it, it yeah. didn't affect Ben last week. He didn't practice. <laughs> he lit it up. Well, lit it up. <laughs> absolutely. I, I don't think he needed to, to be honest. Like the quarterback probably doesn't at this point of the season anyway. What's well, that, you know, he didn't practice on uh... – on a Wednesday, you know, usually Wednesdays and Thursdays are the hardest practices. So he he usually doesn't practice on Wednesday anyways. Or, you know, 
he probably just do seven on seven on Thursdays or team period on Thursdays. Other everything else he doesn't do, and mm-hmm. then just practice on Friday. But you know, when as a veteran player, you know what you need to do, how you need to do it. And I mean, Ben's been doing it for years. <laughs> it, it's it is crazy that he steps in and it's like I don't even need to practice. Talking about what? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, credit to that wide receiving core too. Yep. You know, well, yeah, I mean, but you know, you hear what's all this rumbling going on in Philadelphia right now that you know uh, Carson doesn't want to practice. Come on, man, I, I I didn't see it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I I know, but I every time I've seen it, he's been practicing his butt off. You know, but, practice. Well, it wasn't well, that, that he doesn't want to practice; it's that he's sloppy in right. practice. Was the and he wasn't listening to anybody, and people were right. saying, "Hey, do this," and he's not. Man, think about the contrast of the two teams in this state. Mm-hmm. Right, who are arguably the best team in the NFL, if not the, the second best team, just because the Chiefs get the benefit of the doubt. And then the Eagles, and I saw this from John Clark earlier, Eagles have been the worst in the NFL in first halves over the last four games. They averaged just five points in wow. the first half. Meanwhile, that the Steelers, brutal. a bad game for the Steelers is not covering a spread against the Cowboys. <laughs> like that's a bad a bad game for the Eagles is getting beat into the ground. Wow. And this is ridiculous, man. Only the Bears have been worse converting third downs over the last four games. Only Nick Foles and Bill Lazor. <laughs> his uh, arch nemesis is, is Foles his arch nemesis now. We'll talk to Kyle Newbeck next. <laughs> Might be. It's Mr. Freeze and Batman. Well, all I'm gonna say is this, man. I I, I need to see something from from why is this computer the Eagles this week? I mean, are they gonna they just gonna you know crawl into a hole and just say, all right, we're just gonna not play the rest yeah. of the season? Yep. Yeah. What kind of effort do you think you get? Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Not on the road in Cleveland. And they might try to cuss me out. What are you talking about? We always play hard. Yeah, you always play hard, but smart football mm-hmm. is what we need. You know, disciplined football is what we need. Yeah. Get run off the In the middle. Not 0 for 9 on third down. That is, that's a very hard <laughs> stack to accomplish. Yeah. That's it very really hard is. to not get one third. You can, you can usually fumble your way into a, a first down, mm-hmm. a third down. But to get shut out like that, that defense is not that good. Are you and giving out play- yo's today, Aton? What's that? You giving out yo's? What's that? You sent me a text. Oh, Jason? Yeah. Is that Jason that sent that? Oh, I thought it was you. No. Uh. <laughs> Hometown's hardware store? Send us a yo. Uh, wow. Yeah, they do need another double doink. Although, I, I mean, I, Browns are good. I think the Browns roll. Do you? Yeah, I do. So you like them uh, to win by at least four? Yeah, I think it's a short. I know there's a hook involved, but I still think it's a short line. Mm-hmm. The Eagles the Eagles got beat. And, the, I mean, look, the I, I don't know. Maybe the books are trying to fool people because of the weather and how it impacted the game last week. Mm-hmm. They would have stomped. Houston. 
if that was a, if that's the weather that it is this weekend in Cleveland, last weekend they would have stomped them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kareem Hunt's a problem. He's only one of the problems at the for running the rock. That's what I'm saying. Like when when you start to look at the secondary guys, I think that defensive front's a problem. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be especially for a guy who holds on to the football. Right, it's just it's absolutely. A bad, it's a bad absolutely. combo. Jeff Bruder, he he knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Give us a yo, Bo. <laughs> I don't what is that? It's a, it's, I think it means shout out. Oh, yeah. I think. I think. I, I just... Hey, that's that's what they want. Ah, oh, look at this! Right on time. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. What's up, fellas? What's up? The Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. And right on time. Look at that. As punctual as it gets, our buddy Kyle Newbeck covers the Philadelphia 76ers, covers the NBA for Philly Voice, phillyvoice.com. Of course, you're listening and watching the middle, the middle on phillyvoice.com slash the middle sports map radio. Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Newbeck, N-E-U. B E C K. What's happening, man? Looking good. Uh, you know, I uh, I had to tie my hair back a little bit since the uh, <laughs> pandemic started. You know, I'm used to having you know clean cut, pretty cleaned up. But uh, after not having a haircut for eight nine months, I had to make sure that I'm not totally uh, totally disheveled in front of you guys. Uh, this is a totally honest. disheveled show. Yeah, oh, no question. <laughs> We're all over the place. The three of us w- without your help. So don't worry about that by any means. But you do not look like an individual who has been struggling through the pandemic with like <laughs> facial hair everywhere you know like a wiry beard or the hair is hard to tell but you're, you're holding it well absolutely yeah, you uh, you know, I, i'm trying i'm trying anyway i think my uh i might get kicked out of my own apartment if i if i look too disheveled so <laughs> fair enough all right now i know you're very busy we appreciate you carving out a couple minutes for us here but what has been the primary uh, focus for you, the draft or a potential big trade from Daryl Morey, who has been here for all of two weeks? So I think it's kind of both. They're intertwined. Like draft night is typically the biggest day other than right around the trade deadline, biggest day for deals around the league in general. And, you know, this is the first big night that Daryl Morey and, you know, the rest of these guys who they just added to the front office are going to have, in charge of the team. So, you know, I'm sending out all kinds of texts. I'm reading through uh, emails, what have you, making phone calls just to try to keep track of everything. One thing I will say is, you know, after having worked with uh, Sam, or not worked with, but covered Sam Hinkie, who was a disciple of Daryl Morey's, I got used to the whole radio silence thing around uh, this time of year. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people, including myself, are doing a bit of guessing right now. I think there are a lot of different things on the table. From a player aspect, you know, um, you know, strictly just from the draft, you know, what are they looking for? What are they specifically saying this this the Sixers team needs uh, going into next year? 
I think it's exactly what you would think. I think they need guards and shooters and and the latter certainly because, you know, any team that's built around a post-up center and, and Ben Simmons, who, as you guys all know, still isn't much of a shooter, they need shooting around them. Now, luckily, I think there are a bunch of guys either at 21 or even in the second round that can help them there. I look at somebody like a Tyrell Terry from Stanford, really good shooter, Desmond Bain out of TCU, probably a better defender than Terry's going to be. He's a little stockier, a little bigger, but he's also older. So, you know, maybe less upside there. I think they're going to have plenty of options for, you know, the type of player that they want and need to make this team better. So, Kyle, let's look at this without knowing the true specifics of how Daryl's mind works, but knowing what he kind of has to work with. Let's kind of work in reverse. The latest is that there is a belief out there Morey has a plan or is working on a plan that could net James Harden without giving up either Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Is that realistic? I don't think it is. And I've been banging this drum that I think if they want James Harden, it's going to cost them one of Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. I, I just, the problem, and people like to compare what they can offer to say Brooklyn, who's the other team that he's been, heavily linked to the difference between a Brooklyn trade package and a Philadelphia trade package is that the guys Brooklyn would be sending. So Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, those guys are ascending players who are not quite on those, you know, crazy deals that they gave to Al Horford and Tobias Harris. And the reason that matters is number one, those guys still have room to grow, but number two, a team like Houston that would be rebuilding if they go to go down a road where they trade James Harden, they can flip those guys. They can go to another team and say, hey, we have Spencer Dinwiddie. What are you willing to give up? We have Karis LeVert. What are you willing to give up? So they have options that they don't have where, you know, if you acquire Tobias Harris, that's a pretty untradeable contract at this point. The Sixers would have to add an ungodly amount of first round picks to make that kind of trade happen. So to me, the, the trade that makes sense is, you offer Ben Simmons. Now, th- there are a lot of pitfalls with that, but that's the way I think you could get actually get a deal done. Yeah, Levert makes no money, and I think Dinwiddie makes around $10 million a year. So those guys, you're, I totally agree with you. They are ascending, and they're cheap. Uh, tell me, how instrumental will Meek Mill be in the overall <laughs> decision-making of the Philadelphia 76ers, Kyle? Well, look at Oh, no, did we lose Kyle? Oh, I think we lost him. Just lost his audio. Oh, uh, we, we got to get the audio back. This is a key component to what the Sixers are doing. Hold on. You got you got muted for some reason. Yeah, he's muted. Can you unmute your mic? For some reason, your mic muted. There he is. There yeah. we go. Sorry You're about back? that. Yes, we got you. That's all good. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't. I don't know what happened well, there. It's uh, totally cool. It's live radio, brother. We're, yeah. we're good to go. <laughs> all right, Meek Mill. Yeah, so, you know, I think it sounds goofy, but he has a relationship with James Harden. And what we know about James Harden beyond the fact that he's an insanely productive player is that off-court and lifestyle stuff is a big thing for him. Like, he's – I don't want to overstate this, but he likes to party. He likes the the nightlife in Houston. And, you know, one of the other teams that he's looking at is a team in Brooklyn in New York, which New York is a – one of the entertainment capitals of America and probably the world. So, you know, Meek Mill selling, like given the, the sales pitch on the city itself 
is an important thing because mm. they run in some of the same circles. And as much as we would like to pretend that, you know, Philadelphia means the same thing to professional athletes as it does to a Joe Schmo like me, that's definitely <laughs> not the case. <laughs> well, you know, just thinking about, um, you know, everything that's going on with the Sixers right now, I'm thinking that the only way, you know, the Sixers make a trade, um, and I know it's not going to be a splash trade, is more so for salary dumping. I know we did a lot with uh, the Kings earlier on. You know, do you see that ha possibly happening at this point just to clear some of the money, you know, with, you know, getting rid of, you know, the guys they have here? Absolutely. And and you bring up, Barrett, uh, the Sacramento Kings. The, the reason that they've been tied to them all year is because there's been some discord between the Kings and Buddy Heald, who Buddy Heald would make all the sense in the world as a guy in this lineup compared to someone like an Al Horford. Now, after Sacramento made a deal this week to trade, they did a sign and trade with Bogdan Bogdanovich to send him to Milwaukee. That opens up playing time for Buddy Heald, who might now be happy there. I don't know if, you know, anything has changed on that end. But I still think that's a situation where, you know, two teams have guys who are not great fits for the team, their teams currently. You know, you swap pieces, maybe you throw in a pick or, you know, some kind of young player. But I, I think there's the basis for a deal there. Kyle Newbeck joining us. Philly Voice at Kyle Newbeck on Twitter. We have to ask, because not only with the James Harden front, but also now as far as trying to insert himself, his team, of course, into the top three, but how likely is it that Danny Ainge has worked himself into a realistic target of either a top three pick or landing James Harden, Kyle? I, I you know, I, I make jokes that Danny Ainge's expense a lot. I think he's a great GM, but this is his MO every year at the draft. It's he's involved in every rumor and he's going after every star. And end of the day, he values his guys too much to ultimately go out there and make a deal. I think you might see them, you know, trade up, trade out, trade back, whatever the case may be. I don't see them, you know, I don't even know that James Harden is the most sensible player for that. Like if they wanted to go after him, Jason Tatum is the ascending star there, like the perimeter scorer type that they had there. And you certainly don't, you know, turn down a James Harden opportunity if it comes to you. But I think they have less need for somebody like a James Harden than the Sixers might. So, you know, I don't necessarily see that fit, but you never say never. And they have as much ammunition as anybody does to, to go out and make a big deal if they see fit. You know, it's funny. Danny Ainge, as a GM, is much like he was as a player. He's a pest. He's an irritant. <laughs> He's an irritant. Exactly right. Hey, that's a great word. All right, Kyle, I know you don't cover the Bucks, but I just wanted to get your take on what they have done, uh, you know, as far as bringing in uh, Holiday. You mentioned Bogdanovich a few minutes ago. They have Middleton. Is that enough to make them a an NBA champion or a finals uh, contender? To me, I, I'm not going to say it makes them a, a potential champion until I see someone capable of beating LeBron and Anthony Davis in a series. You know, everyone's been counting LeBron on LeBron's regression year after year. And the guy is just an alien, basically. <laughs> I haven't seen many athletes like him in, in most of our lifetimes. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of being a, a top-tier Eastern Conference team, Milwaukee was already – the best regular season team in the East two years running now. Drew Holiday gives them uh, some more offensive firepower on top of the defensive toughness that 
you know, they sort of are interchangeable with him and Eric Bledsoe, who they swapped out in the deal. I guess the, the real big thing there is that if you're going out and you're trading what's effectively three first round picks and two pick swaps for Drew Holiday, they must have indications that Giannis is staying there and that they're not going to lose him in free agency because mm-hmm. that is a real go for broke, sell the superstar on on staying type move. And in that case, like good for them. It's tough to keep guys in these markets long term, especially in Milwaukee, which is not exactly like a uh, a free agency hotbed for the NBA. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right with that. I'm I'm just looking at um the Sixers and you know, how they go about their business right now. And, you know, who's going to be the the major point of emphasis as far as pulling the strings in this organization? Who's going to be the head honcho? Who is going to make this, the final decisions on who's coming, who's going, and what direction this Sixers team is going? It's absolutely going. It's going to be Daryl Morey. I think what people will tell you about Daryl Morey is that, you know, he's willing to listen to people. He doesn't. He's not a my way or the highway type guy. He'll go into a team meeting. He'll listen to somebody like an Elton Brand. He'll listen to somebody like a Peter Dinwiddie, who they just hired away from Indiana. He collects all that information, and he's collaborative in that way. But when the rubber meets the road, Daryl Morey's the guy. He's mm-hmm. the one who's saying, this is what we're doing. This is who we're getting. This is who we're going after. Like, I don't think he takes this job if he comes here and is getting anything less than final say and control over this team. I think he's a desired enough executive at this stage of his career that he's not coming somewhere where he's going to be, you know, kneecapped by any kind of, you know, weird decision-making structure. So he'll, he'll certainly listen to a lot of people, but that's the guy making the call. Kyle, appreciate it, brother. We've got about 45 seconds, 60 seconds left. They're all yours. Just last question for you. What does your gut tell you the Sixers do, even if it's nothing, on the trade front when it's all said and done? I think at some point we'll see Al Horford moved. I think he's probably the easier one to move between him and Harris just because he's got fewer years left on his deal. And I think he's the guy who makes the least sense with this team moving forward. I think there's definitely a role for Tobias Harris, who thrived under Doc Rivers. I think ultimately they'll probably fall short of getting someone like a James Harden. So you know, the primary two guys will stay here and we'll see what they do tonight. I think ultimately they'll come away with at least a guard or a shooter. And, you know, maybe we might have to wait on the big moves, but I think a big move is coming at some point for sure. Awesome stuff. Great Thank stuff. You, Appreciate, Appreciate it, Kyle. Thanks for having me, guys. You got it. That's Kyle Newbeck at Kyle Newbeck on Twitter. Covers the Sixers NBA for Philly Voice, phillyvoice.com. That's where you watch us. Philly yeah, Voice. he does a great job. He does. Absolutely. Let's break quick. We'll react to stuff that Kyle said and maybe opened up a bigger conversation. There's more things swirling around the NFL. Don't worry. We'll hit that. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and across all sports map radio platforms. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, 
and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Fifty-seven twenty. Seven twenty, and then back to two minutes. Yeah, play action real. Are the strip clubs in Philadelphia good enough to lure in James Harden? No. You say no. <laughs> nope. I wouldn't know that, guys. I wouldn't know that. Yeah, listen to you. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> and I had a good workout this, this morning. Yeah? Real good one, yeah. I did elliptical for about 45 minutes. Then I went out and rode my bike. Only did like 10 miles, but you know, got lot. it in. I've been, I told you about doing it. I've been doing it every day now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, every day. 10 miles? That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. There, you, yep, you're right, Bruder. <laughs> the fifth. <laughs> Danny Abdia. Yeah, he's from Israel. Oh, okay. In Israel. Well, Is he a first round pick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Top four. Oh, really? Yep. A good restoration. Oh yeah. Was he play for that Maccabi Israel team? Yep. He sure does. You're listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, thanks to Kyle for hopping on with us. Philly Voice, you can get follow Kyle. He, Harry's right. He does a fantastic job and definitely in the know beyond just this team. And that's very refreshing for somebody to have a national perspective when covering a team. Mm-hmm. But doesn't really look like he's confident these Sixers are going to work a deal out for James Harden. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I, I agree with him. I'm not either. No, I, I think James yeah. Harden. Now, here's something to think about, to ponder. There was a report that came out yesterday, and this is kind of how the day ended, where the Houston Rockets pushed back saying they're willing to make things uncomfortable going into the season with superstars. Yeah. That word on their roster. Now, Yeah, both of them. Right. Could be posturing, could be all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to look at, realistically, the top two favorites for where James Harden's going to play next year. I think it's going to be Brooklyn and then Houston. I think there's a legit shot that he doesn't get dealt Mm -hmm. by the start of the season. 
I tell you, that's the number one. Uh, that's the number one answer that uh, that I would give. I mean, why would they let him go? I mean, they just you know they just acquired uh, Westbrook, mm-hmm. and I, I really think they're not done with that that you know that tandem. I could see why them would- moving Westbrook. Well, they're trying apparently to move him for John Wall. Yeah, for what it's worth. But if they can make a move, see, it's it's similar to what you brought up with Kyle in Milwaukee, where if they can bring it, let's say they just get Westbrook's ass out of there, and then they mm-hmm. bring in John Wall instead. Now you can go back to James Harden and say, oh, well, look, at least we're trying. And maybe you can convince him. Remember, he did opt out of that $50 million extension. Right. Yes. That's a pretty big statement. Can you imagine that opting out of fifty million dollars? I'm not opting out of five bucks, let alone yeah. fifty million dollars. <laughs> I want it all. Give me me. Hour two coming wow. to right next on the middle. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. That is incredible. That is a lot. Big that amount is of crazy. Money. Guaranteed. You know, people understand yeah. NBA is guaranteed. You're gonna get all your money. Right. That is crazy, man. Yeah, what what is Phoenix now on the hook for with Chris Paul? Like, was he have two years left? Uh, yes, I in think. the thirties, I think. Yeah. Hmm. You know they can afford it. They they they're good, man. They have a lot of young guys that are they're playing well for them. They haven't won it and and being able to get that uh that um the tag yet. So I mean they'll be good. Yeah, I'm looking at a mock draft here that has that kid from Israel. Yeah, Paul's Paul's got two years at 85 million left. Danny Avija going to San Antonio at 11. Wow. Hmm. He's wow. got some pretty good odds to go higher than that. Yeah, are you going to bet the draft tonight? Oh. I saw a lot of. There's a lot of ways you can wager on this thing. You can bet the draft. Oh yeah. Wow, you I can learned. bet anything, Barrett. I, I I learn from you guys every day. Yeah, every day. I'm out on the NBA draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes it takes a lot for these guys to develop. If you don't draft a kid that's going to come in right away and dominate, which is rare, mm-hmm. it's so much hype and so much about oh this this it's Dick everybody's Dickie V right on the draft. Yeah. He says that, and Harry will get a text like three o'clock. Uh-huh. Hey, man, I'm on it with this. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee. You. I'll have Max How many times do we get that text? I got Ob Toppin going in the top five at minus one thirty. <laughs> from Saint Olaf's? No, from Dayton. Oh my Dayton. goodness! Yeah. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> no, sir. I'll, yeah. I'll see my Maxion plays tonight when I get them from Calabrese. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's nothing like you, Anton. It's nothing like you, man. They <laughs> broke the mold when they made you, bro. Yep, yeah, they did. <laughs> I got I got my ass kicked last night. Fucking Akron couldn't cover a thirty-five and a half in-game line. Jeez, unbelievable. Did he watch football last night, man? No, I didn't either. That Akron game wasn't bad until it just became a blowout. I watched the final episode of the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, oh, okay. So I gotta tell you, tell you about it. the reason I can't watch that show now, because there are, are so many people that I despise on social media that mm-hmm. have been retweeted into my timeline saying, "Oh my God, it's the best show ever!" Right? Yeah, it's not the best show ever. I mean, I liked it, but let's let's calm down. I, I, who are some of these people, Aton? People um, want to know. Who do you despise I mean, on social media? 
anybody who has a, a hashtag in their bio, like, um, you know, like three of the four teams in the city, but then it's like Cowboys or something. And that's oh. what they tweet about is Cowboys. <laughs> but they're trying to hide behind an algorithm that puts them in front of Philadelphia people. Mm. A lot of these people I just mute. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to see irresponsible takes on television again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get them I out. agree. Oh the, the girl, the the uh, the redhead is hot though. The star on Queen's Gambit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't, even, I haven't watched one show yet. It's all right. As long as you're watching one of the shows, that's fine. That's all, right? <laughs> yeah. As long as you're just getting getting one in. Gotta get you in. Hey man, I've been there a lot lately. Messing with you guys. Learning how to bet. Mm-hmm. It's no, been unreal. We should have got Colin Thompson on, huh? Yeah, he scored his first touchdown in the first NFL this past catch. weekend. First catch was his first touchdown. Yeah. Right. My goodness, Facebook. I go on to Facebook to promote this show. It is a disaster. Yeah, you're still on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. people that follow, man. People need my updates on Facebook. Wow. I need to be able to post a meme of Whitesnake. What? I'm scrolling to see this, and nobody wants to listen to Whitesnake with me, so here I go again on my own. Oh, jeez. I just want to fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, stuff like that makes me want to fight people's posts. That's one of the reasons why I'm out on. I've been out on Facebook for years. I I, I was way ahead of the curve on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Well, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. I'm serious. If if I was in the same room as that Zuckerberg, there would be a punch thrown. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't stand that guy. Wow. You you got off Facebook too early before you could choose in the three different columns how you like your bacon, how you like your eggs, and how you like your coffee. Wow. And then you can just respond 412. Jeez. I'm getting to the same point with this, this jack moron at Twitter, too. Well, it's all the same. Yeah. There's nothing new. Uh, all right, here we go. Wow, Andy Dalton and Carson Wentz. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, our second hour as the NBA draft hovers. So if there's anything else that pops up, 
will let you know, especially from a trade standpoint. I, I, I don't know in the next 54 minutes if a deal is really going to come down at this point. We really haven't had much outside of the Drew Holiday trade and the Robert Covington deal. Yeah, Roco to Fiend, uh, Portland, right? Correct. Yeah. And you just heard Kyle Newbeck, a man who knows the Sixers better than anybody or as well as anybody in this city for sure, says he just he doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't see it happening. So that leaves right now this whole thing is, is up to James Harden and the Rockets. And I, I wonder... Will there be a level of disappointment for you two like there will be for me if we go through an NBA draft and don't see a big trade go down? Don't see even if it's Buddy Heald mm-hmm. getting dealt. And that's a deal. It's not a James Harden level deal, but that's a deal. If if we do not see a big deal and I'd say Harden is probably the ceiling, Buddy Heald would probably be the floor. Mm-hmm. Are you walking away disappointed because all you were left with, which is a lackluster draft, was a lackluster draft? Well, yeah, I would be disappointed if Harden doesn't get dealt because I, you know, I'd, I'd love, I'd love chaos. I love change when it comes to my sports. <laughs> I mean, in, in this business, we thrive on that kind of stuff. So I like when it gets deli- when it delivers uh, from time to time. But if we got what Kyle Newbeck said, let's just say from a Sixers perspective that Horford gets dealt and they draft a shooting guard in the first round and they get maybe another kid in the second round that, you know, could play off the bench and, and give you a, a jump shot. I would be elated. Uh, if they just got regular people and didn't make a big splash. Well, they got rid of Horford. If they get rid of Horford. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's coming tonight. Well, know. that's a step in the right direction. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just coming not- in with Maury. That's definitely right. a step in the right direction. We're back in three. We'll find something else to look at beyond the NBA draft. Jamie Dimon. Oh, no, that's the wrong. I was working with the wrong guy. Charlie's management. <laughs> that, that wasn't the guy who tweeted out that uh, report. Where, what was that report? Who was the guy who re- tweeted out that report saying that the Sixers are working on this thing without – Simmons and oh yeah yeah um I'll find it diamond it's something else I'll find it we got news uh with the Dallas Cowboys oh yeah what is that yeah let's get it Jason Dumas is the guy Jason Dumas right yeah diamond now who was the who was the Dumas Dumas that played for the Suns he was pretty good. Well, he just had a lot of hops. Yeah. 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 He could just jump. Um, he uh Dumas, he um he that's all he was was a was a was just a good athlete. Yeah. I think he I think he won a dunk contest. Yep. He was long. He had long arms, I remember. He could defend a little bit, right? With the Suns, it was it was him. It was um, uh, I think Sed was on that. Sabalos, Sabalos, yeah. Yeah. That was a post KJ team, right? It's post Barkley. Guess who's back to practice? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Let's go. Telling you, take on the Vikings. What's that line eight times? Like eight? 
Was it something that, that extreme? It was eight. It's down to seven now. Okay. I jumped in on eight. <laughs> Why the hell not? Today. Eight points is a lot, man. Yeah. It's a lot. What uh, do they have this week? Dallas Minnesota. has Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think that uh, Minnesota, I mean, that, man, they just beat, they barely just beat the the Bears, and now they're eight-point favorites against Dallas. And yeah. Andy's, uh, Andy's coming back? Eyebrows. <laughs> uh, that Eagles line is down to three in most places, eight times from three and a half. That's a, that's interesting. Yeah. What is that telling you? Somebody likes the Eagles. Yeah. I I, I mean, maybe they just took it as a hook. The last time I saw, though, there wasn't a ton of wasn't a ton of money that separated the two. Let's see. Boy, New England's favorite on the road at Houston. 50% of the money, 38% of the bets on the Eagles. Hmm. Uh, a couple of big bets. Yeah. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, Harry, you broke this news here on the break in the stream. Yeah. But this is big news. It is big. Yes. Guess who is back at practice and looking to play on Sunday? Our favorite ginger with the waxed eyebrows, Andy Dalton. I thought Carson Wentz was our favorite ginger. Well, this one is with waxed eyebrows. Oh, okay. So there's the caveat. Correct. Now, if you only had to choose one ginger. Would you choose? Is that not a derogatory? Are you sure that's not a derogatory term? Uh, you see, I'm not saying anything. It yeah, might I'm be. Like, everything's I, I like everything's derogatory now. It's 2020. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I feel like it is. Yeah, I, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with the blowback. I, but I just want to make sure that you are the focus of that blowback, not me, because I unwittingly said that just following orders. I didn't realize that it was. It doesn't it sound derogatory when you say it? Hey, uh, black people why? don't say it. Black people don't say it. We don't say that. Oh, that's it's not. <laughs> don't, don't let me call you on that. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just feel. I, I've said it. I think. Oh I, my goodness. Carson, I thought it was. I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I thought it was gender. It was gender uh, specific. I no, know you ginger. call a man that. Gen, I'm talking oh, about gender. No. I don't know you call a man that. Right, right. That's what he's saying. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I thought that was for for women. You know, well, my my favorite right now, going right now with with red hair, the ginger is Anya Taylor Joy, who is the star of the Queen's Gambit. Okay. Now there are a lot of people that I don't like, who have been retweeted into my timeline, that are salvating over the show, and it's it's causing a little confusion in my brain because I want to watch it. <laughs> But I, I don't want to be associated with the people who treat everything as, oh, my God, it's the best show that I've ever seen before. I know. I know. Why Why do people do that? And, and it's it's mostly with TV. Yeah, I think, I, you know what it is? It's the instant classic 
where everything is an instant classic. Everything mm-hmm. is, oh, I, I need to see that again. I, I don't know. I do not know. But I will say that Andy Dalton coming back to practice is just another issue that anybody who thinks they're going to win the NFC East and step over that team is ridiculous. Now, look at this. To, to couple this news with what Harry dropped, the New York Giants just fired their offensive line coach, Mark Colombo. What? Yes. He was a former Dallas Cowboy lineman. Yes, right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's wow. the guy, and Jeff Kerr tweets this out, the Giants just fired a guy who had his offensive line held the Eagles to just three sacks on <laughs> Daniel Jones Sunday. Makes Philly's <laughs> loss even more embarrassing. Wow. I, I, this, I, cannot, I, I just don't even know what's going on. This division is not even bad. It's just wacky. Mm-hmm. Stuff going on inside this division, none of it makes sense. Watch the Cowboys win this thing now. Well, no, no, okay. Now, why do you say that? Because as much as people made about Andy Dalton going to Dallas and he might be the best backup quarterback in the league, he looked like garbage before his his injury or his concussion, whatever it was. Well, he, he looked did. better than Ben DiNucci. Well, okay. <laughs> Great. Nobody even knew who Ben DiNucci was until he played the Eagles, except if you went to JMU, right? <laughs> family, yeah. I mean, come on. Are you scared of Andy Dalton, Barrett? Oh, come on now. I wasn't scared of when he was with Cincinnati. He had weapons. I'm, well, I'm, I'm definitely not scared of him Daniel now. Jones, Barrett. If you're not scared of Andy, you got to be scared of Daniel. Well, Daniel, no. No, you know what? No, because – Right now the Eagles suck, and it, and it's making me so mad, man. It's pissing me off because now I got to look at guys that shouldn't be looked at as good quarterbacks are now good quarterbacks when they play the Eagles. I mean that's that's basically what it is. There's no way that I should be thinking, oh Daniel Jones is a pretty good quarterback. He's a good athlete. He's he's faster than Lamar uh, Jackson. No, Daniel Jones still sucks. He just beat up on us. I'm not scared of Daniel Jones will be non-factor outside of this division. Pure point blank. I'm tired of thinking we're looking at though. I'm not look, we we can't worry about Dallas winning a playoff game or the Giants winning a playoff game or anything along those lines. It's just right now, if you barely hold on to a division lead in this god-awful division, how are you not looking at the Cowboys now with some stability at the quarterback position? Right. Even a Giants team who should have beat you twice, but really just beat you once. Well, you know, at the end of the day, you look at that 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 Dallas offense. They can score points. When Andy Dalton comes back, they will score points. Now, can you score more points on that defense? That defense sucks. You know what I mean? And that's, the, yeah. that's their Achilles heel. The defense is being as bad as they are. Now, if you look at this division, now everybody's saying, oh, Daniel Jones. I mean, they, have, they are praising Daniel Jones to, to – you know, to the highest in New York, but they understand who this kid is. He is not. I mean, I'll say it again. He is not going to be a franchise quarterback. I mean, well, he's the he best beat the Eagles. Division right now. Yeah, but what is that saying? You know, we no, we just paid a guy one hundred thirty-two million dollars. Wait a second. That's my point. Is that I'm not I'm not trying to prop up Daniel Jones or Andy Dalton. It's more of a shot. And how bad it is for the Philadelphia Eagles that of right. all people, Daniel Jones is the best quarterback in the division. And of all people, Andy Dalton now becomes a foe that you have to pay attention to because you don't have, not you personally, but I'm saying the Eagles don't have the personnel or the talent or the coaching or whatever 
to just hold these guys off. Like they have to worry about losing games to them. How in the world do we worry about Daniel Jones arm when he's second behind Carson as far as turnovers? And he looked like he was Joe Montana against our defense. I mean, he was dropping dimes everywhere. Yeah. And that's totally ridiculous that we have made him look that good. Now people are going to look at that, that team and they're going to go outside this division and they're going to get their head kicked in. And we'll be looking like, uh, wow, now how bad are we now? Well, what was the thing that surprised you the most as to why that, that happened? The fact that they didn't get a good enough pass rush or the fact that the defensive backs never got a hand in uh, to you know to, to deflect any of those balls. He was firing things right in there to, to receivers that looked like they had some coverage, but nobody made a play on the ball defensively. And that's it. I mean, how many times were the defenders right there, mm-hmm. but just he threw it in the most optimistic place uh, that the, the, the receiver could catch. He looked like he was an all-star playing against our defense, and that's mm-hmm. what makes me mad the most, man. I mean, I, I went back and watched the game again yesterday, and – I guarantee he will never have another game the way he threw the ball like that this year. No, and, and ran the ball. Yeah, he was dropping dimes. We got out coached on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they ran exact same play. They had twelve personnel um, in, uh, in week six. They ran that 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 read option. They still turned back around, ran the same play. They just flip flopped it, put it eleven personnel, one running back, one tight end, and they made it a two by two set. Put the tight end on the outside, motioned them in. And then the, the the tight end went across the formation and blocked the force guy, which is the widest guy, and the defensive end still crashed, which is a fundamental flaw, still crashed on the play, which allowed um, Jones to get outside and run. And then what really is the travesty? That he outran our DBs. Yeah. It was already well, prevalent in that, week six. That was yeah. startling. He did it again. He did yeah. it again, a 30-yard run, and he outran right. – all those guys. I mean, these are supposed to be fast guys. He's a smaller guy. He outweighs each of those guys about 40 pounds, and he outran them to the end zone. It, it is Come amazing on. that we we have this conversation, starting with Andy Dalton and then into the Giants. Like, the Giants are turning things around, and they recognize that this division is so bad that you can't use any type of positive thing that happens in the division as fool's gold. And even Dallas – recognizes it you know we'll see what happens with Zeke and how much action he gets versus if he even gets shut down early in the year but you have another team where I I honestly feel like the Eagles are so afraid to do anything and, and so anything different or divert from any plan whereas these other teams at least recognize that they're fighting to be the best of the worst right yeah opposite right when you look at other divisions and and elsewhere around the NFL but it's just it's amazing the lack, I guess, of self-awareness with one team in this division versus two of the other three. I look Washington, it's still brand new down there. So I don't anticipate them making major changes, but it's just it's bizarre to see that. I mean, the, the line looked better. Well, look, the offensive line looked better over the last yes, four weeks. And and to fire a guy is like, no, this is not good enough. It's almost refreshing. I hate to see somebody lose their job, but it's almost refreshing to see a team. Re- not get caught up in the hype, mm-hmm. not get caught up smelling themselves. Well, you know, the, the worst thing about this situation, that over in that Novacare Center, guys are not in panic mode right now. 
they still feel as though they have an opportunity since they're number one in the division. Mm-hmm. When you should be in all-out panic mode, you should be trying to do everything you can, fight, scratch, and claw to get back on track, to even get on track, not back on track, get on track, because they haven't been on track yet. They have yet to have a solid four-quarter game, with the exception of a solid bad four quarters, but we have yet to have a solid fourth-quarter game, four-quarter game where we played well as a team. We need to get on track, not back on, on track. Now, when and are you going to put out your next Barrett tone? It'll be out today. Today? Okay. And I'm going to break down how what we just talked about. How they how gave up quarterback runs. Yeah. Yes, these quarterback runs or any type of misdirection play will, will fumble the Eagles because defensively they're flawed in how they played their ends. Now, it's not necessarily what the end is, who the end is, because right. all of them are taught the same thing. It's the, the crash, formation. It's the wide right. nine deal, right? Yeah. And they crash those ends down, and they don't have a linebacker to replace them, number one. They they crash the end down on every play away. That's why teams misdirection us and come back the other way with like a jet sweep or a reversed or a windback play where the running back goes backwards or even the read option that beat us twice in, 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 in both Giants games for a score. Well, almost score and then they scored after that because it was like 70 yard run 60 yard run but it's still the same thing teams are going to beat us with misdirection because we crash our end you cannot crash ends like that and expect to you know teams to stop doing this misdirection on us i mean we're just fundamentally flawed that's a fundamental flaw that's not fundamentally wrong because they're teaching it they're teaching this and it's just not working you can't have guys do it not with these you know, fast guys that they have in the backfield today. I mean, you're looking here, you're looking there, and all of a sudden the ball is going right past you. Yep. You can't do that. All right, we'll take a quick break. Back on the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middles, waiting for more stuff to pop up here regarding the NBA. But I, I would not hold your breath by any means. It, it doesn't look like, despite people trying to push and prod and get retweets on what they're hearing, This really doesn't look like much is happening at all. But in the event that it does, we're here for you. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And you can listen, of course, on SportsMap Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the Um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. My fault, fellas. I'm sorry I'm going off like that, man, but I'm I'm just tired of it, man. You're fine. We just had to break. That's all. Yeah. Just uh, do you have a clock? Yeah, I see it right there, but oh, no. <laughs> I just wasn't listening, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. 
we, we weren't like late. Um, There's another uh, injury in the NFL that will affect, uh, haven't maybe have some effect on Thursday night's game, not with the line, but the Cardinals lost their nose tackle for the rest of the year. Ooh, really? that's tough. Yeah. That's real tough. Corey Peters. Yeah. He's the anchor. They run that 3-4, and he's the anchor. You know, you he plays two gaps. That's when you know you're a baller. You can play two gaps. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he does. Bad decision for the Chargers. Come on, what's going on here? from one to four eastern the jake asman show what's going on we back. the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays all right so nothing happening at all kind of a boring day in the nba front so far yeah it's one thing if, if stuff is happening right but it's another thing to just talk about it like i'm already exhausted talking about all these rumors because we've been talking about these rumors for day week now if you want to mm-hmm. count what's going on here in philadelphia with this whole thing of james harden but it's kind of like if it doesn't happen then it doesn't happen well no guys, I, i'm just gonna ask this did you guys really think that james harden was gonna come here just because we've got no no here, no, no. Was that really a possibility absolutely brooklyn is a very strong possibility right, right yeah right. brooklyn is yeah but yeah. no, not to Philadelphia. No. And I'm not I'm not checked out because he's not coming to Philadelphia. I'm just checked out because you really don't see much movement at all. And so much is built up about, yeah. oh, well, this is going to happen. And this guy wants to go here. And some TV show in the morning interviews a player. Next thing you know, it's, oh, he said he wanted to play with this team. And mm-hmm. it's, it seems ridiculous that so much is built up today. And... It, normally I get it because there's movement attached to it, but today seems a little transparent because the draft itself doesn't carry. So it feels like everybody else is kind of just holding on to the hope that James Harden gets traded in the next four or five hours. And that can dominate the night's draft talk. I mean, you get to the 28th pick in tonight's draft. A lot of people are going to be checking out. It's no knock to whoever gets drafted at 28, but 28, I'd say even higher than that. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yeah. probably by 15. <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, I, I, I equate it to, uh, to to what Harry said yesterday and his comparison of, um, you know, you know it's going to make it even harder for the for the um, 76ers to get out of the East now. Because, I mean, there will be, they if, if Harden does go to the, to the Nets, they will be 
the next powerhouse to try to go out and beat up on the Lakers. You know, they they mm-hmm. will be they will be anointed into the Laker killers. You know, and and I think that's what I'm looking at as opposed to what Philly is going to do. I think the 76ers, you know, I want to see what they're going to do as far as making a splash, but I don't think they can right now because, I mean, they're so cap-heavy right now. Well, Aton, you forgot about the big move that the New York Knickerbockers made. Oh, I did. I, I must have missed it. Yes, because I'm looking at Woj's Twitter uh, because he's the only one. I mean, him and, and Sharanya. Was it Shams Sharanya? Yeah. yeah. He does a really good job, too. Uh, but either one of those guys are the only guys that I will go to as far as the national stuff. They He says that the Knicks are moving up in the draft, acquiring Utah's pick at number 23 for the 27th and 38th. Mm. So they now are picking 8th and 23rd, and he said that they will probably package those two together to try to move up the board from 8. Being wow. aggressive. That's what yeah. you want to do. But but this is the – like again, I, I get it that they're being aggressive, but in this draft, yeah, I, I don't know who they've identified. That team needs a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who they've identified that is going to step in and provide that immediate level of relief. Now, next year, you can start to look ahead a little bit, but it, it's just a typical Knicks. Yeah. They're going to be aggressive and package and move and then get up to eight and draft some dude from Siberia that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like, well, why did you do all that? Yeah. And then they'll be rebuilding again for the next 10 years. They've been rebuilding for 20 years. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Isaac Okoro doesn't that doesn't move your does it? Ike Ike now, Okoro from Auburn. No, Ike doesn't do it for me. War Eagle. Nothing nothing against the Auburn basketball program nor Ike individually, but it's almost a <laughs> foregone conclusion that if you come to play basketball for the New York Knicks, you're just nothing's going to work out for you. That's why people are trying to go to Brooklyn, man. I know, isn't that amazing? Think about that. You know, the world's most famous arena, uh, you know, can't garner the best players anymore. They're going to Brooklyn. I mean, you got Spike Lee on the sideline all the time and you can't get players there. Come on, man. Yeah, but we got Meek Mill. Meek Mill needs to step up. No. <laughs> yes. Meek Mill's yes. Getting from North Philadelphia. Does, <laughs> Meek is- has, has battles on multiple fronts. You know, he's, he's not Russia. <laughs> can't handle this thing on the East and the West front. <laughs> He's more worried about what's happening here in, in Philadelphia, going after rappers here in Philly now. He can't worry about courting James Harden anymore. Those dreams are over. That well, he, dream has turned into a nightmare, if I may say. Oh, see, look at you correlating albums. But wow. I, I'm gonna tell you this though, man. He uh he has a nice little Charm City, uh Charm City something, you know. Nice little movie, man. I watched it. It was, it was a good movie, man. Charm so City. Fun. Charm City, yeah, Charm City. I forget the rest of the title, but I mean, it's actually a really good movie. He has some talent, some some nice talent. So big ups, big ups to him. Uh, yeah, Charm City <laughs> Kings, Charm City Kings, yeah, Charm City Kings. So is that on Netflix? What is where is that available? Yes, I mean, and the movie, man, it's about you know riding bikes and everything. You know, he got into trouble riding bikes. He was just riding the bikes, you know. So it's like dirt bikes is a big thing in Philadelphia. I mean, I ride motorcycles also. Mm-hmm. I don't ride dirt bikes, right. but I ride. You know, I got a chopper and a right. I had a Harley too. I love riding, man. Yeah, I love riding. it is I great. Ride, I ride slow though these days. Right, I ride real slow. You're a cruiser. 
have to be now. Yeah, I, mean, I want everybody to see it. It's a nice looking. They're light looking bikes. Yeah, I spent I mean, a lot of money on the chrome man and the paint <laughs> job. I want people to enjoy it and see it. Right. I don't want to go blow, you know blowing by them ninety miles an hour. Right. Exactly. Right. I so, hear you. So, real quick, Jason <laughs> McIntyre. Where is he from? Fox. Yeah, he was with Fox, and he was the he was the big lead guy. Okay. Originally. So he has a scoop. All right, you ready for the scoop? He's in L.A. Is he in L.A.? Yeah, he's an L.A. guy, I believe. Well, his scoop is he's told New York Giants coaches Joe Judge and Mark Colombo got into a fist fight this morning. Punch his throne. He's told Colombo got the better of Judge, and Judge fired him instantly. Wow. (laughs) Well, Jeff Bruder says that Rap Sheet has something on this, too. He he spent time with the O-line in recent weeks, did Judge, going over Detective Columbo's head. Wow. Wait a second. Joe Judge was basically coaching the offensive line? Yes, apparently. That's that's very disrespectful. Come on, man. You know, I mean, the offensive line, are just they're just one unit that, you know, it's probably the tightest unit in football. You know, the, the offensive line, those guys, they they eat together. They have offensive line days where they go out to a restaurant, eat together. They're the tightest, you know, because we have to we have to work as a cohesive unit. But you can't come in just picking and prodding in, in you know, in 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 our uh in, in our meeting rooms and stuff like that. I mean, there was a thing like even when we're in the huddle mm-hmm. and one of the wide receivers try to run through the offensive line to get to where he's got. No, you don't you go walk around us. You don't go through us, not even in the huddle. Yeah. You know, I mean. You just can't do that. And for him to come in and say something to Officer Line, that's that's well, outright respectful. Ian Rappaport, I'm reading this at rap yeah, sheet. Say? He says, uh, makes sense when they when they got uh, Tom Pelissaro, you know, had the news that they fired Colombo. Rap sheet says, makes sense given the lack of development of first round O lineman Andrew Thomas. That's the kid from Georgia, the left tackle. And I Coach, had him number one. James too. Coach Joe Judge has spent more time in recent weeks. Uh, with the O-line and bringing in another coach frees him back up. Wow. All right, we're back on three. More of this coming up. So that's probably why Colombo probably just had enough. Yeah. If that's true, they really fought. I need video of that. Speaking Nobody. of video, did you see the video? I'll send it to you if you didn't. Of this road rage incident up in New York City, I believe yesterday. No. Oh my God! No, I didn't, dude. I'm gonna send this to both of you guys. All right. You're not gonna believe this. Should I go out and play golf today? Yes. <laughs> Is there any? Yes, you if should. you're asking, that means you should. Yes. A lot, man. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this Twitter video. It's from a reporter up in New York. I'm thinking this is Queens. Yeah, Flushing Queens is where this took place. You got to watch the video all the way to the end. Are you you, you texting or are you emailing? I'm gonna text it to you. Is that all right? All right. Yep. Look at that. Just gonna say that uh, I hit the Seagram Seven early today. <laughs> all right. Aton, you might want to put this up on our video. This is unbelievable. All right. See if I can load it. How how long? Hey, what AZ? It's probably about 45 seconds. And it's worth every second. 
It's always on tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Berserker Swordsman has seen what I'm talking about. It's unbelievable. This is over like a parking space in Queens. I mean, we're talking baseball bats. We're talking a what? car hitting a guy and driving right into a storefront. This is unbelievable. Wow. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Got that big win. Epic win. Wow. Need that epic here. Needed that epic win big time. What is this here? Andy Janovich? Wow, you see, they got a baseball bat. Come on. Yeah. Wow. Just keep watching. Andy Janovich? Dang. See there? Owen Buck. Owen Buck checks in. Love the new show, Whoa. fellas. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Spread wow. the word. Here we go. Wow. Yeah. I was, but I'll say, I mean, I got a story about that. I mean, <laughs> when I was in Pittsburgh, I was on my way to, uh, I was on my way to, to the mall in Here Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. You know, I got a story for you. Got a story to tell. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, looking around right now, there's Maction tonight. It's kind of a light night outside of the NBA draft. And I feel like a lot of people are probably just going to be forced into watching the NBA draft. When do you turn it off? That's my question. After the Sixers pick. Uh, there's no way you're going to make it to pick 21. Yeah, I will. No way. I can't. I mean, I, yeah, I will. I mean, at least Barrett's being honest with us. Yeah, I'm going top 10. That's it. Why, why wouldn't you stick around for 21 for the Sixers? I'll check around. I'll check. See, once I once I leave 10, yep. I'll just be checking back for I'll be checking uh, Twitter and, and, and IG. Wow. I hate yeah. to do it to both of you. No, I, I think that's the way to go. I'm look, serious. Look, you, you're better off sitting through a Mac football game tonight than the first 20 picks of this <laughs> NBA draft. I can see if it was last year when we had a little bit of a buildup, you know, guys that could really – uh, make a difference, you know, as far as, you know, star power. But I don't see much star power in this uh, draft. Do you? No. I mean, no, I, no, I don't know no. what to make of any of these guys. Yeah. Welcome. A lot of new people checking. Yeah. In. The chat is and blowing chat. up. Yeah. Frost in one. We see you. Tone. We understand people have work, so we appreciate you coming back. Owen Buck. Team meeting. See, look, they want to hear about the story, man. I was going to say about the bat when we were talking about this road rage incident. A guy had a bat. Well, look, I was going to the mall. And on my way to the mall, this car cuts me off. I'm like, yo, why would you cut me off like that? First of all, you know, I got the wife in the car. And uh, the guy, you know, after he cuts me off, I pass him and I go and I and I get back in the lane. And uh, he comes up and he kind of eeks up and he bumps my truck. I'm like, I can't believe this dude just bumped my truck. With his car? Yes. Okay. So I get out the car. He gets out the car. Now, he's my side. At the time, I'm, I'm playing, you know, I'm playing with the, with the Steelers in. Hmm. 
bro, I'm six foot five and a half, mm-hmm. 320 pounds. Yeah, I'm in shape. I'm pimp size now. I could choke people. I used to choke 400 pound people for a living. <laughs> this dude comes out with a bat. This guy, you know, he looked like he was pretty diesel. He lift weights a little bit. He runs at me. I get out. He runs at me with the bat. Right. When he runs with the bat, I kind of put my arm up. And when he hit me, when he hit me, he hit my hand with the bat. So I grabbed a bat and 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 twisted out of his hand. Now he's looking at me stupid because he just hit me with right. the bat. Right. So I turn around, I start chasing him, and he runs up to his car and he puts his back up in his car and he's like covering himself. And I look in his car and I see his daughter in there crying. Oh my God. I, of course, you know, I stopped. I thought about it. I grabbed him by his his his, um, his his throat, like where his neck is. I said, Man, don't you know you could have died today, man, in front of your daughter? Wow. And he's looking at me and he wants to say that, but I know he, he didn't say a word. I said, man, get back in the car, man. Get back in the car. Wow. Get back in the car and go. <laughs> and he turned around. He, I kept the bat, too. Yeah? Put it in my car, and I drove off. There was no damage to my my truck or anything. He just hit the bumper. The bumper, you know, was was a, uh, you know, was, was plastic where it was anyway. So I'm like, mm-hmm. just go on about your business, man. Yeah. Go on about your business. Man. Now, what was the boss lady? What was her reaction to this? She just didn't want me to get out. Right. You want me to stay in? I'm like, no, no, (laughs) somebody has to pay. Somebody has to pay. Now, Aton, can we put that video Uh, up or no? uh, No, I'm I'm trying to get it up there. Um, I'm also looking for this. This is coming out, too. That that fist fight didn't happen. Just so you know. Well, it didn't happen. No, it did not happen. Oh, Colombo and Joe Judge. Yeah, Yeah. So Zach Rosenblatt, who we know and has covered the Eagles and now the Giants up for NJ.com, tweeted this. This is what I was looking at during that story. The scoop about Colombo and Judge getting into a fist fight is false. Ignore it. Giants aren't even working in person right now. Everything is virtual. Mm. Just a complete made up rumor. Wow. So why would they why would they fire him then? Well, I understand, you know, because I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. Thomas was to me. For me, the number one tackle, he was better than Wurtz to me, but his progression in the NFL hasn't been up to standards. Uh, Wurtz right. is, is balling down there in Tampa, Tampa. Bay. Yeah. But he, you know, I mean, talking about as far as an athlete, I mean, he's blocked top tier guys from Alabama to Florida. I mean, he's shutting guys down in college. And he played both sides when he was there, played against Clemson defensive ends, all those guys that they, you know, went first round for mm-hmm. Clemson you know, two years ago. He blocked them all and dominated them. And he gets in the league, and he's not playing up the par. So I understand why they let him go. But they let him go during the season? I mean, who's going to be the offensive line coach from this point? Well, that's, that's the question is how bad – now that we know this thing is just nonsense and whoever that guy is, that McIntyre guy, putting out nonsense. And now people like Zach Rosenblatt, Art Stapleton, you know, now, now you have credible reporters that have to waste their time and come out and spend – time and attention on this just because it's ridiculous i i mean how can you get something so wrong like that well that guy mcintyre's a rat anyway is he yeah he's a rat um pelisaro has it in his original tweet that they're going to bring in they're going to bring in longtime nfl assistant dave de guillermo de guillermo i don't know how to pronounce his last name to replace him Okay, so so they're bringing somebody in. That's got to be a judge hire. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, the, the, you know, I mean, I, I just can't believe now. Colombo's a pretty big man. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said, he's to play line for right Dallas. Yeah, Joe Judge is is not Mark Colombo size. No, so but no, really upset with and and see now people are going with it. This is crazy that credible people have shot this down, and people are still talking about it. Mm-hmm. This is the dangers of social media. It is. Is that you have one person who I don't even know, like why you would even believe this person, anything Giants related. Right. It is wild to see now that the whole thing is at least being retracted. That seemed bizarre. It did. Right. I mean, it was yeah. the last time we've had a fist fight like that. Buddy well, on the, Buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbride. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was awesome. Now, uh, John Shelton asks a very good question here, guys. He says, ask Lombardo, doesn't he cover the Giants, or is he yeah. too busy playing golf? I don't well, know. Like, he, gets I he doesn't return any calls or texts. On, is on that right? right? Well, somebody text right? me his number. Text me Lombo's number. I bet you he'll, he'll, he'll respond back to me. Well, Bruder says he's too busy buying hair product. <laughs> or, at Penn point. State games, or at Penn State games. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't realize that he was heavy on the hair product. Oh, yeah. The team Brill Cream. Huh. Absolutely. That's all new to me. Look, we had Zach Rosenblatt, who basically is, is doing what Lombo did for NJ.com. Right. And Art Stapleton. Like, these people are credentialed reporters who cover the team saying it was nonsense. nonsense. I guess McIntyre, you know, got his 15 seconds of fame here. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair to, to McIntyre, he's quoting a tweet that I can't see because the people who tweeted that tweet have blocked me. Oh, is that right? Right. So McIntyre is quoting a pro football talk tweet. Oh, I can't see that. Can you see what he's quoting? I'm going to go. I'm going to try to get it because maybe he's maybe what he's doing is he's making fun of Florio with whatever pro football talk tweeted. And doing a little satire of his own. All right, here it is. I got it. Um, Pro Football Talks tweet. This was a half hour ago. Says Giants fire offensive line coach Mark Colombo, and then it's got a link to their website, which just has the two sentence okay. article. Okay, so he's quoting that tweet and trying to get his own. Right. He says, "Scoop. I'm told the New York Giants coaches Joe Judge and Mark Colombo got in a fist fight this morning. Punches thrown. I'm told Colombo got the better of him, and Judge fired him instantly." That was his tweet, which you read a little while ago. So that's it. Right. Now, I love this one guy calling McIntyre out. You better be sure before reporting something like this. So right. fight right. happens this morning, and by 12.09 p.m. Eastern, they have contacted Dave Deg... What's, how do you pronounce Deg- it? Guglielmo. I don't know. I, don't, I can't pronounce it. Confirmed his availability, negotiated a contract, and announced it. Seems <laughs> sketchy. Irresponsible reporting, if not confirmed. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Tom Cable got in a fist fight, too. Oh, Remember that's him? Right. That's more recent. Yes. I, was right? it when he was with the Raiders or when, with Seattle? I think it was with the Raiders. No way. No way that would be going down in Seattle. Well, he was the head coach with the Raiders for a little while, too, right? Yeah, but I think this happened when he was back as a O-line coach or something. Line. It's always the O-line coaches that get into fights. You notice that? Oh, what's that, Barrett? I love that. You know, it's it's always the old line guy. <laughs> That's what we do, man. I keep telling. Right. I mean, you you know, we all we got. That's all. We all we got. I just inboxed Lombo. He's going. I'm I'm hoping he hits me back. 
Yeah, well, wait, you, know, you hot so boxed Lombo or was, are you in yeah. boxed? <laughs> he better hit me back. You guys have his number. Text me his number, guys. Yeah, I'll text you his number. All right, Lombo's already put this in here. Giants coach, right. Add Lombo, Zach Blatt, Art Stapleton, and others disputing the report from McIntyre. Did you got that? Did you all get it? It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Yes. Right. It's all not right. nonsense that the Eagles line has dropped a half point, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the three. That's real. That's real. Now, here's here's the quick question for you. Are either of you cologne men? No. Barrett? Yes. Okay. Nothing like a good smelling man, bro. What do you rock? Dracar, <laughs> cool water? Like what, what you <laughs> wait, wait a second. Did you say there's nothing like a good smelling man? Yes. How about a yes. good smelling woman? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's also, if I may add that to the list as well, then then please, far be it for me to just jump in. But now look, I, I think there's a, you know, you spraying your body with axe is not cologne. Right, right. right. That's not cologne. I think right. we're, we're, exactly, we're talking about legit cologne here, a fragrance. Yes. Well. Now, will either one of you, because I will not, and I'm saying this right now, I will not be buying this, nor will I be buying the Ciara version for my wife, but both Ciara and Russell Wilson have combined to create a fragrance that quote embodies the love they have for each other. The fragrance is called R and C. The fragrance duo is unique to each person. You see the R fragrance features lime, lavender, water, lily, and patchouli. Mm -hmm. Patchouli. Yes, is a mixture of red berries, peony, something else, and pink popcorn. Peyote? No, not, not peyote. peyote. <laughs> if it's peyote, I'd be all over it. Trust me. <laughs> you wouldn't see me for a week. You can pick it up at rncfragrances.com. It only costs you. Look, it's only going to drop 90 bucks. Mm -hmm. Come on. Is this a holiday stuffer? So R&C, Russell and Ciara. Okay, Absolutely I get right. it. Okay. So that means that means you, you both wear the same cologne slash perfume. It's the same for both. No, it, it's different. It smells okay. good, but it comes as a set. Mm. So it's a his and hers. Essentially, gotcha. it's a his and hers. Okay. Uh, I do have Jack. like a Jack and Jill set. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm not just. I'm not into the to the um, that type of thing. You know, like I mean. I love great relationships like those two have, man. But it's almost too perfect, man. I'm just, I'm. It's not like I'm hating, but I am hating. It's yeah. like I mean, yeah. I'm out on that, you know. I mean, this, you know, everybody's tiptoeing through the, through the tulips, you know. I'm, I'm out with that, yeah. bro. It does seem contrived. Yes. It does seem like right. we've created this image for everybody out there so that they can say, "Look at us." And and you're right. It it does sound like you're hating, but at the same time, it's not like we're saying this out of nowhere. Right, like constantly right. stuffing it down our throats. What is That's he, Mister What? Unlimited. Unlimited. He's about to be Mister Four or Five losses. Yeah, exactly. They don't win on Thursday night. <laughs> All right, we'll break quick. The hour will be wrapped. You're listening. You're watching to the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and on Sports Map Radio. Come on, ninety dollars. Who's buying? Right. Why did? Why would you put patchouli in there? 
I don't know well, what patchouli is. Patchouli is what like the you know the hippies you, you know would would do like you know uh, instead of bathing you put patchouli oil on your skin and it and then you smell the patchouli. Okay, yeah, an aromatic oil obtained from a Southeast Asian shrub. Mm-hmm. A shrub. Yeah, you shrub guy. <laughs> You're a shrubsman. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Today has been a humdinger, man. I'll tell you, this has been a great show today. Right? <laughs> what happens when you don't have anything interesting to talk about? Going? No, on. I'm serious. Yeah. I think it's been good. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the NBA draft, is, it's you know, it doesn't write itself. Look, you, you, you a shrubsman, Bob? <laughs> I'm an axe body guy. I mean, and and to be realistic, man, like where are we wearing cologne to now? I mean, you gonna go play golf and wear cologne while you're playing golf? No, no, no. So I mean, there's really nowhere to to play it right now. I mean, so to wear it right now. I mean, we don't Mm -hmm. go anywhere. They're about to lock everything down. They locked everything down in Philly. So yeah, I don't. It doesn't affect me. (laughs) <laughs> i go two places what's that my house and uh, my club that's yeah. it i don't go anywhere else i go to work man that's all i do i go to work well yeah right you have to work at uh the wells fargo center yeah i go to work there right i, I just open up a company oh um, yeah that's right and you go to nfl films still I not I haven't been there lately. No. I need to go up there. I haven't been up there in a while. I mean, because I didn't. I didn't think I could get in there. It's just simple because um, everything is going. Mm-hmm. So, but I usually do. I'm, I'm making a point to go up there, sit down and watch a little film with with Baldy. <laughs> Baldy's that guy there, bro. Oh, he's the oh, greatest. Sit down, sit down, B. Come on, sit down, B. Nice. What, what do you what do you see in this? What do you see in this? <laughs> You, you look at his that, that fingers like oh yeah. <laughs> so he's got a he's got a point like this to have the fingers look straight like this. He's got a right. point like he's pointing like this, but the fingers no hilarious. There's gonna be a Villanova player taken tonight. Bruder. In the first round, according yeah, to the most of these mock drafts, you know, and it's amazing how he recruits. Man, he recruits guys are going to stay there at least three years and still able to, you know, win championships. I mean, that's almost unheard of. You know, it's usually the EGR top talent. Mm-hmm. Those guys to play together. Yeah, that's almost like a lost art this day in basketball. Rain for that for that reason, not a bad start, but I'd like to see them actually play. So they play in the rain with the umbrellas out. The Jake Osmond Show, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Eastern. Are you thinking that it's time to start looking for a new car? Then go to Auto. Dude, there's another guy from Israel that looks like he's going to get drafted in a second round, Aton. Favorite brands and learn how much that new car. His his name, get this, is Yam Mater. The hottest exotic car. Yam. Y A M. Acquainted with the luxury automotive lifestyle. How about that? Want to see the cars celebrities drive? Love a good restoration job from off-roading. You know, all those guys are just make their grown, man. When they when they get to the league, today. Pro basketball from like twelve years old. Yeah. 
You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know, if we were doing a full-on local caller-driven radio show, we might be inclined to throw out the question, what two Eagles coaches would you like to see in a fistfight? Hmm. 610. Get the lines lit, my brother. That's right. Yeah. I actually just tweeted that. Did you? And I added the 610 and the three dots <laughs> after. Oh. This, well, this, do you have any ideas? I mean, your buddy Ryan needs to be taken off the board because he's already done it. No, I'm not talking about all time. I'm just saying right now, today. Oh, right, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people would like to see Jim Schwartz punched. <laughs> now doug peterson's a pretty big individual yeah he's a big guy you know that head he has my oh, head, a, like how could you how could your head be that big it's like a block it's like a cinder block yes yeah <laughs> and i have a big head i can say that well this head is gigantic it's bigger than a lot of people's big heads i've seen mm-hmm. all right coming up a couple of minutes spend with us overtime. i don't know what else we can talk about we haven't talked about much. <laughs> That's because there's not much going on. But right. shout out to the, the message board, man. It was blowing up today. Yeah. Some new people checking in. We'll be reading those. Great job, Ron Culver. Thank you, sir, producing the show. We're back on Thursday. Back on Thursday. I'll tell you what, man. If, if you look at the tight end coaches for the Eagles, both of those guys look like I want both of them to fight Schwartz. Hmm. Both of them look like, you know, they they, they can get it in. Like they take a couple, they've taken a couple hits in their in their in their career, you know. I mean, you know, you know, Bartram's a tight end. I remember right. when he played here, and Peel. I remember him fans, but you know, those two right there look like they can get something going. That'd be interesting. Yeah. People are continuing to to tweet this out. Like that's unbelievable. Scoop. This guy has the nerve to say scoop. Not scoop B. No, he, he blew he me off today. Scoop. Yeah, I got to hit him up. I was going to yeah. ask him on for my show tonight. He ghosted me today. I sent him a DM and a text. He's whizzy, man. He's breaking stories. He's the guy. He's out there saying that Ben Simmons wants out of Philly. Ooh. You know you know what a, a guy that could really, I think it really, uh, and it's like this on every team, is the get back guy. You know, has energy for days. Usually, the you know strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. All he does is just run around. Get back! Come on, get you running around, make a big play. He's the first one out on the field. You know, jumping around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those, those guys right there usually uh, rip fuel and 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 you know five hour energy. Yeah. yeah, those strength and conditioning guys are nuts. Oh man! Oh, like man. who's the guy that does it for the combine? He, I think he works for the Cardinals. Yes, he's like the weightlifting guy in the car. He's a maniac. Dude, come on! I mean, he's, he's right in your ear while you're yeah. lifting, right there. That's why I, I messed up. I went from going first round to second round because I only did it twenty six times. Oh, the, the twenty six really? reps. That yeah, two twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I went did twenty six times. You know, Oof. horrible. You I, mean, I went out there. I, bought, I, ran, I ran a four nine. Uh, you know, I, I was. You know, quick, all my, you know, I had a 32-inch vertical. And still stunk it up on a blip, on, on, on the bench. Wow. 
That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Hey, you guys don't sleep on Doug either. Doug looks like he can fight too. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, man. Doug's a big dude. Hey, he wanted to come on. Hit me again. Come on. Yes, the stream is live every day, 11 did, to 1. Did you see this Nesson report, Aton and Barrett? The Celtics are reportedly frantically looking to trade both Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker. Wow. Would you bring him in? I mean, I, I thought about just before uh, trade deadline last year about bringing Kim, Kimbo in. Hmm. Uh, I think I, he, I don't, he I don't know here. how they get him. Like, I don't know how the uh, I don't know how the, the Sixers get him. Yeah, I mean, that, this is what the Celtics would have to do to, to get Harden, I guess. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that makes sense. Look, yeah. Walker is a good piece to dangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard what Kyle said in the first hour. I mean, Jason Tatum is is their version of he's basically Embiid and Simmons combined. Like nobody's touching Tatum. If they could move and Jalen Brown's not listed in that either, right? Uh yeah. no, I didn't see that. So it was just Gordon Hayward, and they've already extended his decision making to Thursday, I think. Is that so, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I did see that, too. Yeah. Which means that to me that they're trying to negotiate a deal or have him in a deal. <laughs> I just saw this on Twitter. <laughs> you go on Russell Wilson's cologne or Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. 610. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a second. Are we not getting credit for that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you? Uh, is at least one of us tagged in that? Yes, you're tagged. We're both. We're all tagged. Oh, why did I not see that? Who was yeah. that? It's that account. Braces boyhole. <laughs> uh, come on, man! Can't be ripping my boss. Now. I'm not ripping him. I'm just reading the tweet Twitter no, handle. You I'm asked saying, me. I'm not saying you. I'm saying oh. that, you know. That probably came from when he was doing shows with Johnny, right? Probably yes. You know, oh, make accounts. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> when if Paltrow does have a vagina candle, you yeah, remember doing that story, right? He does. No, that, yeah. that that's an amazing tweet. That's true. What? Yeah, yes, no, that's not that's not Ron Culver. You know, fake, fake news. news. No, that's real. You didn't realize you do you don't remember that, Barrett? I, I learn something from you guys every day. Oh yeah, every yeah. day. She she's she marketed this candle that has the scent of her own vagina. Now think no. about that. Think about that. How whacked are these celebrities? Like you you wake up one day and you say, you know what? I just love my own scent. I'm going to make a candle out of it. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. These people are insane. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There is insanity, isn't it? Yes. That's insane, man. Yeah. I mean, how self-absorbed can you be oh to think God. that you want to market your own uh, undercarriage scent? It's ridiculous. Want, I'm trying to figure out how does she think it smells good? It might just smell good to her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care if it smells like bacon. I'm not buying a candle of it. Right? Right. Don't buy a candle. Oh my goodness! And hey, think about that. Like, and bacon is amazing too. No, it is amazing. On, you can put bacon on anything, and it'd be good, bro. Right? Anything. You I've got bacon one. on ice cream. Mm-hmm. This is ice cream cone. Can you see that? Yeah, I can see that. This thing smells amazing. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> it smells like the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, oh. It's amazing. Uh, oh. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if it's pre or post workout. You know what I'm saying? The, right. the, oh. <laughs> Yeah, Barrett just took it to another level. He's, he's really starting to get the show, Aton. You know what I'm saying? And, and look, nobody's enjoying it more than Barrett. That's how you know he gets the show. <laughs> Bro, I, I enjoy. I look forward to coming and doing uh, radio with you guys, man. I, I mean, I do, man. I'm, is I'm this radio? You, I, is that what we're doing here, Aton? I don't even I can't know. Wait. What is it? I can this? express myself. Yeah, we're merging forms and and mediums and everything. I don't even know anymore. What the hell? <laughs> look at somebody. Look, look, Penguin AZ. I need to get a Seagram send a seven candle, a yeah. seven to seven candle would smell amazing. Yes, man. sir. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Can you imagine Barrett comes in with that big ass bottle, but instead yeah. of opening up at the top, it's a wick, <laughs> not John Wick. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right. So real quick, uh, yeah. predictions, predictions, predictions. Does James Harden get traded tonight? I say no. I, don't I think say no. Boring think... ass draft. Yep. Yes. It'd be all say... of our ball. Who's fine? He's a great dad. I got nothing wrong with him, but I, I just I can't have that be the topic and focus of my night tonight. Yeah. Well, also, 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 I think that the um that the 76ers don't do anything either in uh in for us trades or anything, and it's a very boring pick at 21. They stay mm. at one. Yeah. Stay well, I'll be I'll be tuning in until then. I I need live updates from Harry Mays. Mm. Otherwise, you, gonna, you are not going to need. No, you're not going to need live updates. He's going to he's going to find a way to bet on it somehow. Watch him tell you, Harry. Not, he's going to find. Oh, Aton no, will. I, I promise yeah. you, I'm not watching this crap. I'm watching mm-hmm. the Mac. I'm going to talk to my buddy Michael Calabrese from the Action Network Saturday down south for my show tonight, and I'm going to be dialed, and he's going to give me a parlay in the Maction. And I'm going to be dialed in. I'm not going to. I, I don't have any interest in the draft tonight. I, I'm not anti. I watch the NBA. I mean, I was part of the people still watching the NBA. I just I, I don't want to really sit down. There's nothing here that's drawing me to this draft. That's all. Mm. It's not a negative. Like, I'm not killing the NBA or anything like that. I love the NBA. It's just in this particular case, I'm thinking eh, this, I don't really I don't really want to sit down for three hours and watch this thing. It was hard with the NFL draft after a little bit. Yeah, it was. But it's, what's wrong with being boring? What's wrong with being status quo and just going out there and just having a draft? We don't need a splash every single time, I guess. What well, do you think? Nothing except it's, I'm not going to be watching. <laughs> well, I can't believe you, man. It. I'm just, I just won't be the one watching it. That's all. Hey, Harry, Harry. Yeah. We, you say around 8 o'clock, you'll see the text come in? Yeah. I you'll found see it. At eight o'clock, you'll see me pounding a live in-game under with a Mac team. That's about right, me. right. Now James Wiseman goes to Golden State minus one forty-five. Uh, <laughs> look at this. We already got it going. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Right. All right. On that note, Mr. Wiseman. We'll see. All right. <laughs> We're out. out here. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We're back on a Thursday. We'll have Thursday night football. We'll have more Eagles, Browns. We'll have a Barrett tone, I'm sure, at some point, And yes, more sir. happening. All here for Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, and Maton Shader, phillyvoice.com. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. 
that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.